Hi, I'm Andy Robinson. I'm Scotland head coach, and you're watching Rugger Matrix. Indeed, this is Rugger Matrix International, episode 150, Chaos Theory. Hello, I'm your host, Eurosin. In a moment, we'll be joined by Andy Robinson, head coach of the Scotland team, as they prepare to take on Australia in their first international of their southern tour. Andy is our only guest today, a special high-definition version of Rugger Matrix International as we celebrate. It's short, it's sweet, but boy does it look good. So if you're listening on audio, try and catch the video version. Or if you're in your car, don't forget to check out strike.com.au, Australia's leading supplier of Bluetooth car kits, sat-nav devices and reversing cameras. Check them out at strike.com.au and enter the code Rugger Matrix. Hello and welcome to a Rugger Matrix special. I'm here with the coach of Scotland, Andy Robinson. Andy, good to see you in person. Brilliant. It's great to be here in Manly. Manly. Now, there's a good reason why I'm here at Manly, and I think it goes back to 2003. Now, I was a media mm. manager for the Wallabies. Heartache for me, but yeah. as an Englishman, that was a pretty good time for you. Oh, it was, and uh, this is just an awesome uh, place to come, particularly yeah, when you travel over in the winter uh, to, be, uh, uh, to be here. The boys have been in the surf, but um, yeah, I was lucky enough to be here in 2001, 2003, and had some uh, very fond memories. Yeah, the Lions Tour are coming up again very shortly. Um, but uh, I've got to ask you off the bat, Brendan Cannon did a column the other day, and he reckons that this isn't a test match. I'd say it's mildly offensive to a Scotsman, and what about you as a head coach? Well, all the test matches we've been involved in in the Six Nations were, were very physical and you know, certainly just got to look at the Wales game uh, where you know, they were hanging after that first half. Unfortunately, we, uh, we didn't perform well enough in the second half. We gave them opportunities to get back in the game, but I think we were a pretty tough side uh, to play against and we've got to show that on, on Tuesday. You know, we, uh, we can't allow Australia to get a foothold in the game and get the, the pace of the game that uh, they want to play at. So it will be a test. It will be a full-on <laughs> test. Uh, the good thing is that uh, you come to the Southern Hemisphere and you've made a few changes. Scott Johnson has joined your coaching group. We all know John is a left-field thinker and does some crazy things, but what attracted you to uh, Scott Johnson? I think he's a fantastic character, um, very en enigmatic, uh, brilliant to, to talk to about rugby and uh, the stories that he has, but his knowledge of the game. and uh, he's, he's been head coach. Uh, he's been assistant coaches of uh, many international sides and I just wanted uh, somebody to work closely with me uh, side by side and he was available for us and uh, believe he's the right person to take Scotland forward. He's had a lot of experience in the UK of course uh, with Ospreys as well and I think obviously being there for some time it, it helps in him knowing the climate, uh, what to do with the players and how your season is structured. But he's worked with the best players in the world. You know, he's worked with some fantastic Welsh players. You think of his work with uh, Greg and Larkin. Uh, you know, he, and he's a, he's a great coach. And you know, he just puts it across so well. You know, he has a fantastic manner about himself. And that's what I like. And that's what the players are enjoying. This test against Australia at Hunter Stadium, it's going to be a pressure cooker atmosphere because it's, a, it's the first time we've seen a test there. And uh, it's the first of the season. Different for Australia in the middle of Super Rugby. Now, this is something you do all the time with the Autumn Series. How do you think that's going to impact the local team? Yeah, it's hard. Uh, you know, when we have test matches, uh, whether in the Six Nations or the Autumn, 
Yeah, you haven't got a lot of preparation time together. You've got guys that come into you probably carrying a few knocks, and it's how quickly you can get your systems in place. Uh, and certainly we've found that uh, quite often that we spend probably too much time on the training field because you're trying to cover so many areas and it's trying to be as specific as possible. You were in the face of the Australians when you won a Murray Field, a famous victory. I think I predicted that victory too, by the way. Just take a note of that. I know Gregor was very happy with it. But, um, and I've always been a fan of how you guys battle against the odds with limited player numbers. But you've always been in the face of the Australians and um, it was a great victory. But do you sometimes think that, uh, can we make it a bit easier on ourselves? Because it's a high intensity. You play a really high attritional game when you, when you win those tests, don't you? Yeah, we've got to play at a, a fast level. I've said before that we've got to have chaos and create chaos in the game. And I think the guys thrive in that environment, you know, ruck time, uh, kicking the ball out of rucks, uh, you know, being able to play, take quick, quick tap penalties and play at a quick level. Uh, but that Australia game, uh, we won 9-8. Uh, I've not been involved in a game like it with the amount of line breaks that, that Australia made and for them not to score. They got over our line four times and we held them up. And um, with the last kick of the game, you know, Matt Getcho had an opportunity to, to win the game. And I was walking down the steps to congratulate Robbie Deans on his victory because you know, we'd worked hard. We were very courageous in that game. But Australia, with the, with the rugby that they played and getting over our line, probably deserved to win the game. And I was delighted that uh, he missed the kick. So what did you think? What was that moment when the kick was missed? What did you think? Well, it was, it was it was just one of those where uh, you know, we're lucky. You know, we're lucky to get you know, to to get that. You know, because you, you wouldn't expect a kicker like that. And it's interesting how your luck changes and how it you know, how it swings. And there's been a couple of games you know, this year in the Six Nations where I've felt that we've outplayed sides, uh, England and France at home, and we just haven't got that rub of the green. So it's what happens in Test rugby. You know, you go toe to toe with teams and. When it's a really close games, it, it falls on certain decisions or key decisions or uh, key mistakes that you make. We're here in Manly. You've certainly done your due diligence on this tour. You've come here well in advance of the match. Um, uh, you've come here with some serious business afoot, haven't you? Always. I think every single test match is a, is a uni unique match. And it's vital that uh, players treat it in that way. It's not about building. Uh, it's about performing on the day. And, and understanding that it's a, you know, you've got to put your bodies on the line for 80 minutes. And I love every single test match that I've been involved in as a player and as a coach. And I think they should be respected. Uh, so it's, this is not about us uh, thinking about Fiji and Samoa and about how, what we can do there. You know, we've got to uh, stand up and perform really well against uh, the second best team in the world. Australia loves to throw the ball around, but um, it may not be the case on Tuesday night because it's their first test together. But you've made a few changes as well. Can you talk about some of the, the interesting uh, changes to your squad that you've made since the Six Nations? We've had a couple of injuries. Uh, so Lee Jones uh, dropped out uh, of the team. Max Evans has not travelled uh, yet because he's playing in France. And unfortunately, David Denton, one of the star players in the, in the Six Nations, uh, picked an injury up at the last game of the season. A couple of changes that, that, that we've got. We've got Matt Scott uh, playing in the centre who's a, a young centre that's been playing for Edinburgh. He has a first season at Edinburgh and uh, had, had two cracking games against Toulouse uh, in the quarter-final of, of the Heineken Cup and the semi-final against Ulster. So he's a, a young player that's uh, developing well. Got Greg Laidlaw playing 10, uh, who's uh, 
converted from a nine mm -hmm. and has a really good footballing skills and awareness of the game. And bringing uh, Stuart Hogg, who started uh, his first couple of games in the, in the Six Nations, but he's a young, exciting talent. So you've moved on from Dan Parks. He was um, he's quite honest about uh, his own performance, wasn't he, in the end? And I really felt sorry for him being sort of um, speared a bit for some, some of the losses in Scotland. What, what do you say about his contribution, Dan Parks, to Scotland? I think Dan Parks had a phenomenal contribution uh, for Scottish rugby. Uh, I think he was misunderstood you know, in terms of the way that he could play the game. Uh, he had such enthusiasm uh, and was so well liked by the team. Uh, and you know, when he uh, when he played and he played at a pace, yeah, he could uh, run the game as well as anybody. And I think that uh, he had a good career. I think in the end, uh, for him, yeah, that uh, uh, he was probably pigeonholed mm -hmm. about the way that he could play the game. But uh, I think he he's, he was better than that. What about uh, Chris Cassiter? He's uh, experienced a lot of rugby down here in Australia, hasn't mm -hmm. he? Yeah, he came over last year, so he uh, played some uh, club footy because he trying yeah. to get him fit yeah, for uh, for the World Cup. Uh, Chris is um, yeah, he's a powerful lad and mm -hmm. uh, has very good skills as well, yeah, running skills and a, and a top defender as well. So, yeah, Kirsten and Mike Blair, it's a great battle yeah, for those two for the uh, nine shirt. Are you surprised that Quade Cooper is already making a comeback seven months after? A pretty horrific knee injury in that quarter for the third place playoff against Wales. He's, he's done well, and if you're dedicated enough to do that, and and you get back uh, fit, then uh, it's credit to him for the work that he's that he's put in. And you know, watching the the two games that he's played so far, he looks sharp, and I think he handled the uh, contact well. Do you think he's Australia's best ten? Oh, there's uh, many good teams <laughs> that, that that they have, but. Yeah, I like watching Quay Cooper play. When, he, when he's on song, he's a phenomenal 10. He's a, he's a brilliant player, isn't he? And Genia, uh, also great at scrum half. Well, Genia, you know, yeah. when, when you look at Genia, yeah, I think you know, we've got two uh, very good nines. But I think uh, Genia's the best in the world at the moment. Yeah, and the way that he's uh, running the game, his knowledge about the game, and uh, just his, uh, you know, the, the pace that he's shown there, the, the try that he scored against the Chiefs was uh, phenomenal. What do you think of the Super Rugby? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's a good contest. Was, I thoroughly enjoyed the uh, the Reds Brumbies game the other day. <laughs> See, a lot of people in Australia <laughs> didn't enjoy it because yeah, it's it was the so technical top. part of the game. Yeah, yeah and, and you're going to get games like that. You know, a lot of Test rugby's like that. You don't mm. get you know, to break down defences is pretty tough, uh, and it's how you can keep playing when the when the bombs are going off, when the hits are coming in, when the pressure's on, and sometimes players go in themselves, and, and you saw that a little bit in, the, in that match and uh, it was more like a, an English premiership game. What did you learn out of the Six Nations campaign? As you mentioned, there were some fine results there that could have made it a very different competition for you. That's what the, the, where the sport is. You know, we've got to be able to play consistently for 80 minutes and if we drop off at any step, we're going to get beaten and we're going to get exposed. And, and that's the, uh, for players, is one of the hardest parts because there was so much good that was done and uh, particularly in the first three games. And just a, a little bit of self-doubt uh, comes in because you're losing the games, uh, just to drop off in, in, in the confidence. And you know, you've got to be fully confident, fully prepared, fully loaded every time you go into a test battle. And uh, that's why it's been great coming here, bringing someone like Scott in to, to re-energise the, the team. And 
the side's looking forward to, to the matches that we've got on this tour. But we know where we are and you know, we've got to be at our very best, whoever we play against, uh, to win games. And you know, if you think about the Australia game, the last time we played, we, have to be, we had to be even better you know, because to stop them scoring when they're over the line <laughs> is uh, it's quite incredible. Two quick last ones. Gregor Townsend has uh, moved on, but uh, I'm happy to say that he's got a pretty big responsibility for Scottish rugby now. Yeah, Gregor's a, a great coach in, in the making. And uh, for him, it was to, to really gain that experience and be a head coach. And uh, he's at Glasgow uh, learning that and, and performing you know, over the next couple of years. You know, we expect him, uh, big things from him. And I think he's uh, delighted to be given that opportunity and you know, we'll see how he grows. And the final question, and it's not Brendan Cannon, uh, <laughs> is will you bring the chaos on Tuesday night? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's one of the parts of our game that, we, that we've got to have. Uh, yeah, there's got to be uh, a little bit of uh, structure within that chaos, but uh, you know, we've got to be you know, we are going to be fully loaded. Um, we've got to throw everything at, at, at Australia and we're told it's a sellout crowd. Yeah, in Newcastle, so uh, we've got to show Australia real respect and hopefully we do that in the way we play. Andy Robinson, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for your time in Rugger Matrix. Thanks very much.